Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the UK Brand Show. And today we are featuring part two of uh, last week's show, where we had Professor Tony Hines, who was advisor to the House of Lords on the future of advertising uh, here in the UK. And he's going to be uh, finishing his presentation he did on the future of advertising. So without further ado, I'm going to go straight into it. Thank you for now. Here's Tony. Priorities today, I think one of the priorities is to get that first party data. And I think we've got to think about strategies to get the first party data because the third party data is going to go and we need a way to make sense of what's happening. So that's very important, I think. Um, oh, there's my wall, right? That's the wall I was talking about with all the opportunities for everything. Uh, one of the things when we talk about immersive strategies, I mean, quizzes and polls seem to be quite popular in lots of cases as well. And I think streaming, podcasting, you know, there there are things on that wall, I think, that you would have to think about carefully, given the nature of your own product and your own service, and think about who you want to approach, who are your target audience. And over here, it's about the right time, the right place, and the right space. Yeah. Now here, I'm sorry about that. The phone went off here, just in the, over there. Um, how do we build trust, brand safety through quality content and engagement? And I've got a little circle here, and it's it's important to think about this because these are the steps that we we've got to think about to uh, to build trust with the community and to maintain our reputation with the content that we have. So it's trust, it's ethics, it's legal compliance, it's sustainability and transparency. But I think the more important approach to this, um, and the message for people, perhaps with smaller businesses too is to think about the niche for your target audience improve take opportunities to build the content and the quality of that content and i think this goes right across the board i think everybody can build better quality in the content and the message and people will trust the uh message that you're putting across because they'll come back for more if you provide the quality content. And I think that's the important thing for advertisers. You don't just want a one-off uh, connection with people. You want a connection that's going to be maintained, built up and roll on. So it's repeat, repeat. So that's why I've got it as a cycle, because I see this as a cycle in the process. And I think search out for dynamic opportunities to connect too. So have dynamic content. I mean, one of the things I was always intrigued by when I was uh, working in London and I was in the uh, fashion industry at that, that point and uh, people were talking about, if you went past the shop window, wouldn't it be great if, uh, you know, the sale item was flashed up on your mobile phone as you walked past the store and it said, come in now, this is on offer, it's a bargain, you know, come 
get in the store. Now, if you can have dynamic content that does that and it can, you know, can show you something instantly, that's a real connection. And if you're ready to buy, if you obviously, if you're looking in shop windows, you're probably ready to buy something. And if it prods you, you'll go inside and you might buy something. So having opportunities to make dynamic content and and build a relationship in that way is is important the other thing you can do i think is always offer free things free tools free stuff and i think free stuff at the right time is an encouragement if you get something free from somebody i can remember mark in the days of um the liverpool echo my my free liverpool echo mug uh, kind of endeared me to the. I mean, it's it's pathetic, isn't it? But it endeared me to the <laughs> to, to the Liverpool echo. You know, it, it's great stuff, isn't it? You know, you just you get something free and you think, God, oh, you know, they've given this away and it's fantastic. Uh, it, it depends what it is, of course. You might have a different scale. It might have to be a Rolex for some people. <laughs> but it's it's interesting, isn't it? You know how how you can offer something free and for smaller businesses, if you give something free, it might be. It might just be a free report. I mean, the sort of things that we would do is is offer a, a taster report on, um, you know, some aspect of uh, market research. And if somebody comes in and, and says, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to get hold of that report, and we say, okay, you can have that, you know, for free. That might endear them to come back and do more. On the other hand, they might just take it away and think that's great. You know, thanks very much. But it's a chance you take. You're going to have it as part of a strategy and think about these things. And then we've got this. The other thing about native ads I've I've stuck in there is about um, if you've got native ads, it's important not to overlook the possibility that that will avoid the ad blocking that goes on by people because you know, everyone's got ad tech on the phone now to block things popping up and you don't want the ad interruption on YouTube. So you, so you buy an ad blocker or you do something to, to get the, get the adverts blocked so you can listen to um, whoever it is, you know, that you want to listen to. Uh, so it's about having strategies to build reputation. It's about having that customer focus. It's about the quality content and it's about optimizing the mix for you in the strategic approach that you want to take. I think that's important. Six questions, I think, for everybody out there that they may want to ask themselves. What makes our business unique? Now, if you can answer that question about what makes your business unique, I mean, I said to you that, you know, in a sense, we're a pioneering consultancy that uh, looks at ethical, sustainable creativity. And that's our message in in one sense. And research driving change is another, you know, that we we do it on an evidence base. We don't just do it on opinion and a whim. It's kind of evidence-based stuff. And so again, with our adverts and so on, advertising is much more of a science than an art than it ever was now. And we can actually get the data to actually plug in to the development of the new idea, the new message, and the new engagement with the communities we want to engage with. So I think that's what makes Consuming Future unique. How can we make uh, other businesses unique? Well, they've got to answer those hard questions. They're not easy questions to answer. You, you have to sit down and think about them quite carefully. How can we engage our consumers in dialogue more effectively? Because quite often you think that you're in a monologue 
uh, situation where you're actually giving out a message, but you're getting no feedback. And, you know, that's a failure <laughs> in my in my book, that's a failure of advertising because we want we want people to talk to us. We want them to come back. We want them to react. We want them to do something. Um, and I think it's important to think about the ways in which you can do that more effectively. And some of the strategies we've talked about in this session so far would give us a way in to have that two-way dialogue process. Are we resilient and agile? Well, those are words of the age, aren't they? Resilience and ag agility. We have to be resilient in the sense, can we can we reallocate and realign resources at scale quickly? That's an important question. And we, we've woken up to that, I suppose, through the COVID years, because that's what's had to happen. Organizations have had to very quickly become resilient and agile to do exactly that, to realign their resources at scale. If you're a pharmaceutical company providing... Um, vaccines then you had to switch out of your production your normal production flows and switch to the production of um, covid vaccines and so on so different industries and different places have had to learn how to cope and i think we're all more resilient in the sense of being able to do that but it's now about learning the agility and i think again in advertising I think we have to be resilient and we have to be agile too. Uh, we have to move with whatever's happening in that environment outside of our space. What strategic relationships and networks can be nurtured to build a better future? These are questions that you ask yourself all the time if you're in the business, don't you? You ask yourself, how can I work more effectively with other partners to actually generate and upscale business opportunity and i think the way in which you can do that kind of thing uh, can be lots of different things um you, it might be through communities you're engaged with it might be through new approaches that you make it might be by attending trade shows to learn about the new technologies that are on show and having conversations with people. It, it's about getting out. It's about being on the move. It's about bumping into people and it's about um, learning from those experiences to bring it back to generate those new networks. And I think that's important. But again, I think it's something that all those people who want to generate growth in the business have to think about and can we employ technologies to transform our business the answer to that question that could be a yes answer couldn't it yes you do have to do that you've got to do it um you have to look at what technologies are available and you have to and the some of these technologies are not expensive it's about finding the right partners the right technology partners in the space to pull them in to do things that might have taken much longer to do in a different way not using the technology and i think we all have to grasp at the technology we've got to face up to uh, moving with the technology and keeping ahead of the space and it's about being ahead of the game all the time and then i've just put because you said it was about you know smes who might be interested i've put a couple of things here about uh, sme being on a tight budget so i've got things Social media advertising, 
an easy way in google ads if you if depending on you know who your target audience is email marketing content marketing and referral marketing referral marketing word word of mouth isn't it really it's about that word of mouth having um, a reputation and so those are all important things to actually do and then don't forget the offline it's about doing those things offline i mean you can do a mix of those sorts of things for your business depending on what type of business it is so that's my message to um to the small and medium-sized businesses out there and i think that's about it mark for me i, I don't know how long i've been on there to be quite I've, i haven't got my clock in front of me <laughs> terry that that was fantastic and and there's there's so much in that and i would emphasize that yeah everyone will be able to get of the, these slides when they look at the recording back we'll have the, the thing put up on youtube um as well as the audio from our website etc so people can see it you know the slides again if they want to but there's so much so much so i don't even know where to start but i i, I will start <laughs> asking a few questions um, okay can you can you stop sharing your screen and then oh we'll yes i can yeah on the on, on the uh the bigger thing there we go That's so it. we, there we, we both be on there now so um what i was want to start is saying i, I love that phrase you use about you know advertising being a, an art still as well as a science and i was listening to sir martin sorrell recently who uh, I've just I've just agreed with him. By the way, I'm doing a fireside chat with him on stage at the my news associations world <laughs> congress in London next year. So that's going to be great. Oh, um, great! Yeah, I, I watched him um, doing uh, an interview with Aaron Hazelhurst on 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 BBC. Yeah, he was talking about AI, something you touched on. Yeah, and he was asked by Aaron, you know, how. It, what is this thing with AI? How is it going to affect advertising? It's basically, you know, as you quite rightly said, and he said that he sees it that if you saw an ad today that's being produced by AI, you could probably see the joins, but you won't in another <laughs> year from now. And yeah, he said, yeah. what it's going to do ultimately is it'll allow a lot more automation of stuff, the stuff you talked about, you know, just the, yeah. the menial stuff. And it yeah. allows more creative time for people so it's not going to replace people as you quite rightly said it's going to give there may be there may be less people in certain areas for sure but yeah, generally yeah. the human is still required um mm -hmm. it's required in branded content you can't just put it out there you don't know what the sources are so you still have no. to monitor it and you start to edit it so there's yeah. a role for editors in all of this too they're not going to lose their jobs <laughs> but his point was that it'll allow more creativity going forward so um, and I think that's right. I think that's good. And and, and I think yeah. it is still an art. Um, it, but I think you. I think I, I agree with you as well. I think we are moving from an area area of, yeah, we've been through massive disruption that will still continue with the likes of AI. But I think you're right. We're going to go into this area of experimentation now. What can we do that's yeah. maybe a bit different and makes us unique and all the rest of it? And I guess ultimately to bring it back to the, what you said at the start, that's about, in, from my point of view, first-party data because we can generate unique insights for our advertisers, which nobody else can give them from our first-party data. Absolutely. So there's opportunities abound, as far as I can see. I think you're right, Mark. I think I think that's a, that's the way it's going to be. I think I think the experimentation it's exciting and it's going to be innovative in itself, and it's going to give a fresh impetus. I think to lots of um, 
lots of people in the industry, they're going to suddenly open up and think, yeah, I've got all these things now. They can take away all the mundane stuff. That AI can do all that stuff for me and do the drudge work. But what I'm going to do is focus my attention on being creative. Now, creativity for me is about thought processes and it's about thinking differently about how to do stuff. And I think that's what's going to be the case, isn't it, with um, yeah. as, as we move forward and the experiment. I mean, it's, it's such an exciting space to be in because, I mean, you're, you can experiment all the time, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's funny. And you, you're talking about uh, how the, the whole environment's changed, you know, in a short space of time, really. It's all come very fast on us. And I think back to those days you mentioned the Liverpool, Liverpool Echo. Oh, yeah. Uh, days there, which was back in the sort of the late 80s and early 90s. Um, yeah. how things have changed. I remember that every year, it's hard to believe this actually happened, but I remember every year for eight years that I was there, I chartered Concord and we used to bring advertisers from London up to Liverpool on the Grand National Weekend, entertain oh, yeah. them, wine and dine them and send them back in Concord at the end of the night. And we used to get people from big agencies ringing us and at the beginning of the year, because the Grand National is in April, they ring us in January saying, are you still doing the Concord this year? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I must book my 10 pages with you to get myself a plate on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and it's incredible to think that actually happened. <laughs> and you well, think how it is where it's about every click being measured, you know, everybody oh, no. working with ROI, everybody working out. Oh, it's massive, massive difference. And it's all getting faster and faster as we go, is it, is it not? Well, I think it is. It, it's a bit like the mouse wheel, you know, the little mouse on the wheel going around. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we started off not even being on that wheel, but walking outside and around it going, well, that's an interesting thing, that wheel. And then we got on the wheel and then it's just gone faster and faster. And I think the events like Concord, you know, those those big events, I mean, you know, they were rocket fueled or booze fueled, weren't they? You know, for around two days. And you'd have to come away for a rest. <laughs> so, so, so I think it's, um, you know, it's interesting how that's all changed and but changed, but gone faster. Everything's just gone so fast. And as you say, click, pound, click, you know, measure the money. I mean, you couldn't measure the money, could you? So, I mean, you yeah. were quite safe in some ways, <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> not having to report to uh, return on investment, profitability, pay, you know, payment per click. Yeah. So, you know, there was a lot more, I suppose, in the sense there was flexibility and scope for people to be more adventurous in, in what they actually did. Yeah. But I think we're probably returning to the more adventurous through the experimentation. So we're actually coming full circle in a different way, I think. Yeah. But it's still kind of tight in, in terms of the measurement. Um, but yeah, and, they were exciting. And, and one more thing, and we're going to run out of time soon, so I'll have to it's just okay. put my yeah. question short. But um, I, I, one, one thing you touched on, which hit home with me, and I think it applies to big companies and to SMEs as well, and that is this consultative selling. You mentioned yes, yeah. in the presentation. And I think it's so right because... In this day and age, and I've seen lots of research myself about the fact that a lot of advertisers, agencies, big and small, all sort of say the same thing. Look, we don't have the time to know everything about the industry that we should no. be knowing, but it's become complex. And we could do with people who know what it's all about to come and talk to us and consult with us and not just try and sell us something. 
And yeah. I think if we can take that on board and say, look, we've got this first party data, we can generate lots of unique insights about it. We can consult more with our advertisers about the business that they're working with, rather than just us saying, like, a, a, you know, here's the inside my jacket. How many of these do you want to these? How many pegs do you want to take? Being yeah. more educational, it's being more informative um, with those people to, to maybe ultimately get them to trust us more and yeah. to get them to spend more. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think that's very important. I mean, one of the things I haven't got, but it's on my wall, I think, is edutainment. And I think we, we're, yeah. we're edu you know, we're educating, but at the same time, we're doing it with purpose yeah. to understand the business. And that way, with the dialogue that we can create with people and the experience that we can talk about, we can help them understand their business better and they can help us understand what they're doing better and i think that way we get better adverts in the process of what we're actually doing and adverts that connect with communities and people i think that's right well listen tony thank you so much for joining us it's been really fantastic listening to you um oh, well, and i'm good. certainly going to listen to this all back myself i'm sure everybody else with so before you go just tell everybody if they want to speak to you or find out more about what you're doing your company how do they do that well, they can contact me on LinkedIn, Mark, obviously. Um, I'm I'm there on LinkedIn, or they can come to the website, and uh, it's uh, consumingfuture.com, and they can come to the web website and leave a message. There's 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 ways to, to feed in there, and I will contact them, and, and that's the best way, I think. That's great. Well, listen, Tony, Tony Hines, Professor Tony Hines, who address that's you. It. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll hope to catch you again soon. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. It's been a and pleasure. Thank, and thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, big thanks to Tony for, for, for what he's done today. Uh, big thanks for joining us on the UK Brand Show. We'll be back. Penny's had to go. Sadly, she's had something else to go off to, uh, but she'll be looking forward to getting the recording soon. So she sends you her regards and her thanks to Tony, by the way. So, um, Oh, thanks. We'll nice to meet everyone you. again soon. We've got more Grace guests coming. Thanks for joining us, and bye for now. Bye, Mark.